Um, what I want everyone to know is that um, this could happen to you. This could happen to anybody that you know, anybody you love, anybody you care about. Um, I grew up in a very normal house with a normal life, and I feel like what set my life on a bad track was that um, on July 26, 1989, I met Lawrence Youngkin, and I became battered, and things just kept escalating with him and his violent behavior until he committed a crime. And anybody that's in that situation that could happen to you, um, one thing I look for when I feel like I can't go on, I often uh, read the diary of Anne Frank because I feel like it's kind of like my reality check and I feel like she had it so much worse and her family had it so much worse and so did all the Jewish people and I feel like if they survive that, I can make it through this. Um, the other thing I look to for strength is um, that my ancestors were on that trail of tears. It was uh, that March, South of that March that the Cherokee were forced on in 1838 and 1839, and I think if my ancestors survived that, that I can survive this. Um, there's something else. Um, many years ago, when I was watching an episode of Oprah Winfrey, I saw Nelson Mandela on there, and he said that he served 27 years in prison, and that the thing that got him through it was a poem um, called Invictus, he said that he kept it in his top pocket um, of his shirt, and he read it every single day, and that's the only way that he made it through. And when I saw um, him on there, I had a sudden sense of knowing, and I knew that um, that I was going to be for the in for the same length of time. And um, he read the poem, and I copied it down, and I memorized it. And it, out of the night, the covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable fault. In the foul clutch of circumstance, I have not went to cry aloud. Under the bludgeoning of chance, my head is bloody, but I'm bound. Beyond this place of wrath and tears, wounds for the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the fall. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. I think that sometimes you have to, you never know what's going to give you strength. I am very thankful for all the support I have on the outside. Um, my parents, my third grade teacher, um, my Sunday school teacher from when I was little, and um, my childhood friends and all my other friends and family that are there for me. Um, without them, I would not have been able to keep fighting and I would not be able to go on. <sighs> Worse. We're at the end. Dude, this has been like a month ordeal it's yeah and i don't know that i'd call it an ordeal but man this is one that keeps me up at night 
So, as you just heard, Lisa's closing what she wants us to, what's, wants everyone to know. So now we're kind of going to do kind of a recap of our thoughts here. This has been a journey, and we want to yeah. thank everybody for being so supportive and listening to this and listening to all, well, this will be episode six, all five previous episodes of this, the kind messages, the support. Yeah. Because everybody's story is important. It is important to hear things from not just the media's viewpoint. Right. And so thank you for being on this journey with us. Thank you for for sticking it out and listening to what's going to be six hours of an episode. Well, and I mean, total, I think, I think that we've spent, what, over 10 hours on the phone with, with, Lisa. with Lisa. yeah. And, you know, I mean, we didn't obviously publish everything, all of the conversations, but, um, oof. And we've gotten to know her and... And, and her world and the things that, that... She deals with on a daily basis and... Yeah. And I, I mean, seriously, when I say that this, this has kept me up, I think about her and this case a lot. Yeah. Because this is absolutely, and it's hard not to get emotional at this point because, I mean, now I don't even feel like I can really be objective um, because there's so much emotion tied mm-hmm. into this. Um. This is the epitome of everything that could be fucked up was fucked up. A hundred percent. And that's kind of where my stance is, is the fact that Lawrence and Tabitha are living their lives. I think Lawrence is married, lives back in the town that this crime happened in. Tabitha lives in like Oregon or something like they're living their lives right so one thing that I want to put in right now is those 29 questions between um Lisa and Lawrence because we didn't read those but I think that those are really telling so let's read those here real quick okay I'm gonna read Lisa's part Samantha's going to read Lawrence's response sorry Sam sorry I didn't mean to make a disgusting (laughs) face I just threw up in my mouth all right here we go this is what the letter says it goes back and forth this is Lisa listen to me I guess I won't tell on you but please answer these questions honestly there are some things I need to know if I'm supposed to take the blame for what you did mail these back to me do you still love me yes I'm still scared of Tabby. Would you ever be afraid of her? No. Tabby looks crazy. She scares me. Like when you beat me. Would you ever kill me? Do you ever think about killing me when you have those evil eyes? Yes. Do you remember where the Virgo is? We had your Virgo to hide. Me and you. Like yesterday. I think about Teresa and Lori. I think you're sick. I think about the life you took, all the people at the funeral... And I know very well that you weren't sad. You were happy. You weren't sad on Friday. Do you remember seeing Lori's dead? Lori dead? Yes, I remember. Dead. I don't understand why not tell about Lori. Did she look scary dead? Like Teresa? I want to go home and have my baby twins. What if one of them dies because they need their mommy? I don't want to cover up for you. I never should have agreed. I'm still mad and sad. 
Yes, yes. It's not my fault that things went wrong. Our prank Friday morning. Do you even care? Still blame you and Tabby. Just wish it didn't happen. I want the truth. When did you stop caring about me? Never. Always. Tell the truth. You only stayed happy on Friday so that I wouldn't get terrified of you. You did this because you were sorry. I know you didn't mean to kill, and you feel sorry and guilty. You feel sorry for Hazel, right? Wrong. I know I'm not an angel, but Lawrence, I never get mad enough to kill. Your temper blew and you hurt her. This time so bad she'll never get better. She will never live again. I wanted to get goddamn Tabby away from her. Got in the bedroom and blew up and decided to do nothing. Your way went violent. That should have been me that you killed. I hate you. I don't hate anyone. God says it's wrong to hate. Were your sweatpants and flannel that got blood on? Did we dumpster? Yes. Will you promise to love me if I lie for you? Always and forever. You won't forget? No, never. Will you always stick with me as long as I won't tell that you held Lori down for Tabby? We'll always love you. Weren't you scared of Tabby after she killed her? After you guys killed her, didn't you think she would kill you? No. Do you remember when we used to make PB in the back of the van? Oh, yes. Do you promise not to beat my face up anymore if I lie for you? That's why I said I hated you. Will you be nice like our first date? Yes. Do you remember on our fourth date at my mom and dad's house? We'd been talking until 2 a.m. and then you forced sex on me and then beat me up when I cried. That was mean. Yes, your mom and dad's house. Do you promise not to beat me? I'm scared of you. Yes. Why weren't you sad on Friday after you and Tabby killed her? You were happy at your grandma's house. Are you glad that she's dead? Yes, we had fun at grandma's. Do you remember the mountains when you choked me? That was mean. Yeah, the mountains are pretty. And also, remember when your mom and dad left us alone in the cabin and you beat me a lot? Yes, the cabin is nice. Tabby scares me, gives me evil looks. Do you still think a lot about Lori's scary dead eyes? No, not anymore. Do you honestly promise to stick by me if I lie for you? Yes, I love you. Do you love God? Yes. Do you promise? Yes, I love God. Do you play with John? No. Do you know that Rachel and Josh lied to you? Yes, I know they lied. Are you sure if I take the blame for you, I'll get less time? Yes. Are you sure you never cheated on me except with the little girls? Never cheated on you with anyone else. Should I still cover up that you helped Tabby kill Lori? You are absolutely sure? Yes, I'm positive. Those are the 29 questions. And then one more thing that I want us to read actually out of the transcripts, and this was the federal hearing, right? Yes. So this was a federal hearing where Officer Reed is on the stand, and I made reference to this in both the very first episode, and then we talked about it again, I believe, in episode three or four. I think it was episode three, I think it was three. But I want to actually read these questions and what his response is so that you guys can fully understand the ridiculousness and the contempt. Yeah. So Samantha's going to read the question that was asked by the attorney, and I am going to say what Officer Reed, what his response was. Yeah, and we're going to start um, kind of in the middle here because it's pretty long. Well, and it's pretty mundane, too. (laughs) You're going to get the gist. 
Did you know that Lisa Lambert was innocent of the murder of Lori Show? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Were you able, uh, were you aware that Lisa Lambert was set up by Lawrence Yukin to be there? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. And you had um, had you had any discussions with Mr. Kenneth about the evidence in this case? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Had you any discussions with Mr. Kenneth about the gang rape of Lisa Lambert that took place June seventeenth, nineteen ninety one? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Do you have any? Did you have any discussions with Detective Savage about the gang rape that took place of Lisa Lambert on June seventeenth, nineteen ninety one? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Did you have any discussions with Detective Savage about the hiding and destroying of evidence in this case? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Do uh, did you intentionally hide and destroy evidence that was favorable to Lisa Lambert? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Did you intentionally falsify police reports in order to prevent Lisa Lambert's counsel from finding out the truth? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. Have you had any conversations with anyone about falsifying police reports and falsifying evidence in this case? I refuse to answer that under the fifth. So then the attorney said the court she asked the attorney asks the court if can we compel this him to answer anything? Because he's an officer of the court anything? and subpoenaed, so this is about evidence that he took. Can he answer the damn questions? Yes. So the court says, are you asking the court to compel him to answer questions to which there is no legitimate use of the Fifth Amendment? The attorney says, that is correct. The court says, what was your last question, Miss Fawcett? The last, and she said, the last question was whether or not he had told you, had... He, whether he, or not he had told you previously that he did not wish to answer the questions. The court says, all right. The court will direct the witness to answer the questions. Yes. And Mr. So this is where I'm the attorney again. <laughs> and Mr. Reed, am I correct that in 1991 you were an officer of East Lampeter Township Police Department? Yes. Am I correct that in 1991 you participated in an investigation of the Lori Show homicide? I refuse to answer that question under the Fifth Amendment. And then we're back to that bullshit. 59 times. 59 times as an officer of the court. Those two yeses you heard are the only responses in the entire document. And there are 59 questions. We're talking about evidence. We're talking about, we're talking about substantial things that have to do with this Falsifying case. Falsifying documents. Misplacing evidence on and on. So the Fifth Amendment is what? Not to incriminate yourself. Self-incrimination. So, I mean, a huge-ass assumption can be made right there. We can say that maybe, uh, what's the chain of command? Like, his boss told him. His sergeant told him to. That's fine. Da-da-da-da-da. To protect the police force. Doesn't matter. It puts it in your head that, what are you hiding? Okay, but here's the thing. And this is my problem. And a lot of people think, my sister jumps my shit about this all the time. <laughs> like, why are you so hard on cops? Samantha, I, I believe that there are some professions in which mistakes cannot happen. Yeah. There, and when mistakes are happened, happen, and they do, everybody is human, shit happens sometimes. But there are some professions and there are some roles that we take in society, that we take upon ourselves they, they cannot be like this. Mm-hmm. It, it just can't. And, and I don't hate cops. I, they're, I, 
I have a great deal of respect for a lot of cops. Mm -hmm. And a lot of cops I are very, very close friends of mine. But when this shit happens, it can't happen. Yeah. It can't. And it's inexcusable. Mm -hmm. So, so here we are. Here we are at the end. What are your thoughts? I mean, overall, what's your, what's your, what conviction, what's your, (laughs) I hate using that word, but I mean, what do you think? Overall, I think it's bullshit. She's still in jail. And the reason behind that is. I, you and I've talked about this and, and I feel like, I mean, I, I falter a little bit in some places, but my overall belief is it's been 30 something years. There's a lot of shit that happened that is not, was the right steps were not taken. Justice was not, due process did not occur (laughs) in the sense of losing evidence falsifying documents the police like there was such a shit so like shit soup that happened for lack of better words where do you falter i i was asked a few weeks ago if it was my sister if it was my family what would my response would be And it's hard to answer that without experiencing it, how I would feel, right? Mm -hmm. I can say something and then if it happened to me, I may react a completely different way. But I think that everyone knows that was involved with this, this wasn't tried correctly. This wasn't a change of venue should have happened. The police shouldn't have been telling people to, you know what I mean? So to me, if all of you put all of that in and there's stronger evidence that points to other people, I don't think she should have gotten the conviction that she got. I think that, I don't even know the right word, but like being there, being like an accessory to a crime, maybe... That was this was before like bullying laws or harassment laws, but like you know what I mean. The extent though of you heard it from her words, she left. And at first, I was like, Well, I mean, she should have called the police, but then we hear from her about how he didn't even let her like go to the bathroom that whole day without her. Like, what was she supposed to do? She's 19. 19. I don't know. You're not responding and it's stressing me out. (laughs) Well, I have a lot to say. I have. I just feel like looking back, being 19, you're barely an adult. She's a baby. Right. She's pregnant. She's in an abusive relationship. She's got a shitty fucking friend. Like, I'm sure she was fucking scared. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would respond and it's really easy to be like, well, she should have called the police. She should have done this. She's in an abusive relationship. And sh- there's been doctors that have testified for this, right? The battered woman syndrome. We've talked about this. That whole day, she was arrested that same day. We're not right. talking like they didn't get away with this for weeks on end before. Right. I don't know. I think it's bullshit. She's in jail. Yeah. At this, at this point, I'm not saying that she shouldn't have gotten punishment for her part in things. 
but for 30-something years for the rest of her life, she barely got away without getting the death penalty. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I wanted you to say <clears throat> what you had to say before I pop off, because I do have a lot to say. And I've gone back and forth. <clears throat> I think I'm the one who asked you, huh? You were. If this was your sister. Um, what would I want her punishment to be? Right. Um, I would want justice, I guess, just to answer that question. And I've really, and I've really thought, I mean, like we've said, I've lost sleep over this. I've, I've laid in bed thinking about this and thinking about the different scenarios and the law and everything. And, and I think you have to, I think you have to dissect it. I think we have to break it into pieces. Okay. So number one, she, she is life in prison without the possibility of parole for capital murder. Okay. What is first degree murder? I read this in episode one, exactly what the state statute says. It says taking someone's life with intent, premeditation, right? Mm -hmm. She didn't do it. There is absolutely no evidence, none, None at all. She didn't have marks on her body. She didn't have defensive wounds. There was no DNA under Lori's fingernails of hers. There was none. There was none. Was she there? Yes. She never denied that. She was there. <clears throat> the premeditation I think that they get because they gathered all of the, you know, the stuff together to cut her hair. But there is in Tabitha's report, in Lawrence's report, in the police, I mean, I, I mean, this part, there was no intent to go to kill her at all. They were going to confront her, to cut her hair, to beat her up or whatever. Samantha, I did that back in the day. I mean, if you had beef with somebody, you went to their house and you beat their ass. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to think about the time frame too. Early this was 90s. this was the 90s. Lisa is my age. That's how we dealt with shit back in the day. I I went to people's house to fight them. People came to my house to fight me. Like that's how things were back in the day. You'd go and you'd beat somebody, you'd go take it to the gravel. And and that's how we handled beef back in the day. It wasn't this social media back and forth texting, you know, whatever. It wasn't it wasn't what it is today. That's how that's how shit was handled back in the day. Yeah. And then so A they got her on the wrong freaking charge. And then and then it was almost like a a snowball going down a huge hill in what everybody had to do in order to get that charge to stick. They had to falsify documents. They had to lose, lose evidence. evidence. They had to lie on the stand. They had to they had to do all of this stuff. And then and then I went back and forth also in she should have done something. Mm -hmm. And and I have thought about this for days. For days. What could she have possibly done? Well, I can't, I cannot think of a single thing that she could have done to get that situation under control that would not have cost her her life also. I, I'm a scrapper. I like to fight. A lot, <laughs> probably more, probably more than I should. You know this. I, you're my daughter. You know I like to fight, and so I was thinking, and I'm trained to fight. I, I 
And I was thinking in that situation, under those circumstances, what would I have done to resolve that issue? I don't know if there's anything she could have done. Well, and that's, I mean, when you were asking me the question about if it was my sister, I kind of turned that back around and I said, now picture that you're seven months pregnant. Okay, and then what do you do? Do you turn and do you get yourself out of that situation? Or do you fight a woman that's wielding a knife attacking someone? Right. I I don't know. I and don't know. That's the thing that's hard. You have to put you have to proportion your mind into those scenarios. Because it's really, really easy to say, throw the book at her. She's yeah. a murderer. She was She's, there, she, she didn't there. do anything. She didn't do anything. Grow a pair, get it done, do something. It's really, really easy to do that until you put yourself into that mind frame of what the hell would you do? Well, and she walked in a, into, I mean, perhaps if she would have been in there from the beginning, she could have diffused it, but I don't know. I cannot think, I cannot think of a single thing that she could have done. And I also, you know, I asked you that to kind of just make you, make you think because you got so emotionally invested so quickly mm-hmm. that you were just like, this whole thing is bullshit. And I wanted you to like really look at this objectively. And so I kind of taunted you and that's why I threw that at you. We got in a big fight. But then we didn't get in a big fight. <laughs> we did get in a big no, fight. No, we did not. Samantha cried. I won. Um, <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, when I get mad, but I then, cry, okay? But then I was, but then I was thinking if it was my daughter... If Lori was my daughter, how would I feel? Because I really feel for Hazel. Oh, I do too. I I mean, I've thought about her so much and the pain that that poor woman, that is a wound that never heals ever, yeah. ever, ever. And But if it was my daughter, if Lori was my daughter, I would want the right person to be punished. I would want justice, absolutely but I would want the right person. There was, and I saw this in the report, there was a footprint on Lori's face out of blood, and it was a size 12 shoe. Lawrence wore a size 12 shoe. The wrong person is behind bars. The man that supposedly never went in there. And I haven't talked to Lawrence. I haven't talked to Tabitha. I haven't talked to Hazel. If if I could get them on the phone, I would love to talk to them. If I could stand in front of Lawrence and have a conversation with him, oof, I would love to do that. But but we didn't but we didn't get that. But I but we did read over fifteen hundred pages front and back. We read everything. We read every document. Well, we have these huge three inch binders. Full. And I've read, we've read letters from Tabitha. We've read, and we've followed the evidence. And the evidence does not support this. It doesn't support it. And here's the other thing. Okay, so that's one. Two is this. Going back to what I said before about there are certain professions where mistakes cannot be made. And when mistakes are made, there are significant consequences. Nobody else was held accountable for anything that they did. Nothing, nothing was done. None of these officers, none of these, nothing was done. And I think that 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 is where I take the biggest issue is like, okay, 
If you screw up, say I screwed up and make it right. You know, don't just keep covering it up to protect the integrity of the of the department or to protect the force or whatever because you're not. The truth always comes out. The truth stands on its own. Always. And no matter how how hard you try to hide her, she always comes out. Always. It might take Six months, it might take 32 years, but she's coming out. And the right people will hear it and the right things will be done. Because, I mean, that's just the law of, it's just universal law. Yeah. I say it. It's hard. During our last conversation that we just had, I, I told Lisa that I think that she's remarkable for having the strength to talk to us. We're strangers. We're strangers. She doesn't know us from from Adam. She doesn't know us at all. And she was so vulnerable and so open. And, I mean, we've cried on the phone with her. We've... And my heart, like I said, I am not saying she did not deserve time. Because she she did. Did she she deserve to be there 30-something years later? No. No, she doesn't. She... Does her daughter deserve to be 30-something years old and not have her mom? No. No, she doesn't. Yeah. And that's where my heart breaks for the situation, in, in, for Lisa's side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is the life, her life that's been lost. The, I mean, that huge chunk of her daughter's life that has been lost. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know. I don't know their situation. They probably have a relationship, but it's not the same as if your mom was there. No. It's different. No. Yeah. It's not being there to help you get ready for prom or your first date or your wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? The things that that girl is losing. hmm Because of a bunch of fuck-ups. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Right. The tragedy just keeps continuing. The tragedy of Lori and the tragedy of Hazel losing all of that. It's now generational. Oh, for sure. For sure. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. I can't imagine. Uh, you're like my best friend. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I'm grateful. I'm, I'm so grateful. Like you said, I mean, we're strangers and she was mm-hmm. so vulnerable and so raw and anything that we asked, she gave it to us. And, you know, we could have twisted this. We could have, she was so trusting and to, to go through the things that she has gone through in her life and, and openly trust like that. Whew. It's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. If and and this was exclusive. She's never done this before. You know, it's kind of like, "Whoa, why us? Why?" But I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful. And I'm not done. We're not done. We're going to see this through and we're going to have some updates and I I have questions for people. Not out of being vindictive, not out of being a right fighter, but for the integrity of the good cops that are out there for the good people who put their lives on the line every day to protect and to serve those that don't need to be held accountable. Yeah. 
and we we there's been almost a whole week between the last time that we spoke with with Lisa to when we just finished up with her there was a whole week because she threw a lot she threw a lot of names out she threw a lot of stuff out she gave a lot of detail and for the record we fact checked all of it all you of it. You can do it yourself too. You quick can do Google it yourself. Search. Well, it's not a quick Google search, but you know what I mean, though. But it's she's not lying. Yeah, she's not lying. Mm-hmm. I, I, her strength. Yeah. And I mean, the the thing is too, is this was just the surface. We just told the story. There's oh. so much other stuff there's so much and like I said I mean we had you know probably 10 hours on the phone with her and I cut out a lot of it we cut out a lot of it because because it gets overwhelming and then I think people give up people are like oh that's just too much you know it it took a lot of our time it didn't take I don't I'm not saying this in a negative way it takes a lot of time to sort through and sift through this stuff. And I think I think that if anybody really took the time to do it, that everybody would just be as just as angry as we were. Yeah. That's the thing is nobody You said this to Lisa earlier. You give too much information and it's almost like people just don't they get overwhelmed and they just stop caring. Right. But when you actually do, everyone would be pissed. Yeah, if it was your daughter, if it was your friend, if it was your your sister and you did it, you would be outraged. There's yeah. so much. There's so much. Yeah. And all of it is is documented. All of it is proven. And it's not it's not coming from from Lisa's mouth, just Lisa's mouth. It's coming all, from legal documents. It's, it's coming It's true. It's coming from so, in chamber freaking transcripts. So thank you guys for sitting through that. Thank you for for going down that journey with us. We um we're not done. I've said that multiple times before. We're not done. We're going to see this through. So expect to see her name again in in our podcast and we'll keep everybody up to date, but um that was definitely a not suspended sentence. No. Well, it kind of is for for Lawrence and Tabitha. Well, they they did time too, but not 10 years. Yeah, but not um, not to this extent. Not so what? Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for for doing that with us. <sighs> I need a bath and like a glass of wine or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Stay safe.